Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is. We we tried the the Geek Rebels last week. I don't think that one's took. <laughs> Did we? But, yeah, we tried it last week when it was just the two of us. But I came up with this cool idea, though. Let me put it in the chat. If you guys like it, it may, may end up on the Petit Public Store with a couple other ideas that are going to probably be coming up within the next couple of days. But I, I don't think the Geek geek Rebels really works for us. It's not like the Smuggler 3 or the Intrepid Trio. Yeah, it's not as smooth. It, it is the La Geek Menage a Trois. And, and, yeah, I don't think that'll work. <laughs> it'll get a little weird. How about the Renegades of Geek? The, the Renegades? It is the Renegades. God, we're almost starting to go back to when it was Marty and I. It was Marty and the Monster in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Start our morning zoo show. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I can get that uh, excited because they do on those shows. <laughs> I don't know. We could, do one, we could do one whole show where it's that way. Hey, it's all be severely caffeinated. It's all <laughs> fake excitement anyway. Yeah. Well, and then we go. And over to Mike over in Chopper One. Well, I don't know. It could be quite a quite an exhausting thing over here in the Chopper. And somewhere I have a Chopper sound effect. I just don't remember where I put it. As I keep going, as I keep looking, I can't find it. Holy crap! Oh wait, wait, wait! And there we go. There, there's the Chopper stuff. All, all is good from up here in Chopper One, but no, things would be a lot better back in the studio. Back over to you guys. Yeah. Intrepid traffic chopper. <laughs> Although, I do have to say that sometimes when we're recording Keepers of the Fringe, Chris says I sort of almost sound like a morning DJ <laughs> in, the be- <laughs> in the beginning of the show. So, is so that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, Probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Would that be when you say he's your Frodo to your baggins? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> He's a peanut butter to your chocolate. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you this one. He's your Betty to your boop. <laughs> I expect to hear that. that on, I expect to hear that on a future episode. <laughs> so, if you, the listener, have an ideas of names, hit us up on Twitter at WeebyGeeks, or hit us up at WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeks.net, or leave us a voicemail over on uh, on our website at WeebyGeeks.net. And while you're there, check out Superhero Stuff, where you could get some cool BioWorld merch, and chances are you might find a piece of BioWorld merch in their new upcoming Star Wars The Last Jedi Hero Box. They're doing Ooh. silver and gold, so... Silver and gold. <laughs> so <laughs> Sorry. I'm my <laughs> you got Cornelius is awesome. <laughs> so, and if you that season by the summer yeah. uh, Christmas, perfect time for Christmas presents. I keep having I keep having to tell my wife that it's too early to put up the Christmas decorations. <sighs> Same. 
<laughs> well, considering we at, at Disney, they have already filmed the Christmas parade. I'm sure. Yeah, that was filmed what? like a week or two ago. They don't do it live? No. <laughs> You're funny. That's cute. <laughs> right, like uh, that outtake uh, from Bill O'Reilly. Bleep it, I'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll do it live. And survey says. <laughs> so, Get used um, to disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll throw one more there. Uh, rejection. How I missed you. <laughs> um, we will be. I, I'm going to go ahead and call it now. Uh, the week before Christmas, we'll be releasing our year-end show, which will include the Weeby Awards. All right. Hey. What is this? Uh, <laughs> the, third, the third annual? How many years have mm, we done it? Maybe. Maybe fourth. I don't remember. Uh, and sure, that, why not? In that same week, we will be doing the non-awards for Mar for Mighty Marvel Geeks. Ah. We have decided with Wookiee Radio, uh, there really isn't enough out there to do anything. Ooh, mm -hmm. comics, choose four. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there could be more. TV shows, choose two. Movies, choose one. one. <laughs> <laughs> there's just one. Oh no, TV. There's two until you go down to which was your favorite episode? <laughs> so, yeah, really. Forces of Destiny or Rebels? Books. There's quite a bit we could get out there, um, but I'm sure Tarkin would probably be a, a runaway favorite. So that that I I don't know where else we you know favorite Star Wars game. Um, Whereas, you know, here we'll do TV shows, we'll do movies, we'll do comics. Um, I don't know. Will we, do we do comics all? Just group everyone into one lump sum, best comic? Or do we break it down again between Marvel, DC, Indies, and then, and then best overall? I think comic would be good. Then we have uh, the graphic novel. So just lump. Do graphic novel as well. Lump all the companies in as one? I guess we could, yeah. I don't read all the... I read Marvel and DC. I don't really read a whole lot of independence and stuff like that, so it'd be tough for me to vote on that. Uh, we could, I read a few of the independents, but... I read a couple. I guess we could do it that way. Just lump everyone into one. Best comic, but best graphic novel. Yeah, I guess so. Best, mini, Although, best miniseries or one-shot. The graphic novel one's tough for me because I don't really read any of those, but... I guess if you've read the individual issues, you can say it was good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Go to your stores, look at the wall graphic novels that come out this year, and go, that one looks cool. <laughs> yeah, really. Although I think we've... Anyway. Hop on Amazon through the Weeby Geeks uh, pick webpage. Amazon's pick no up longer up. Amazon's no longer oh, up. Oh, they are? No, it's been gone for oh. a while because I haven't done it. I've heard a lot of people tell me, oh, I bought all this stuff off Amazon. Got credit for nothing. Like, yeah. Mm. That's why we have ripped apparel and superhero stuff. Gotcha. Check them out. Plug again. Shameless. So. Swell. <laughs> so, um, speaking of swell, let's get right into it. Um, big story of the week. Disney reportedly in talks to buy 21st Century Fox. You're like, 21st Century Fox? Wouldn't that be 20th Century Fox? Well, sort of. Um, according to the report, talks have been taking place for Disney to buy most of the company, not including the news and sports assets. What this doesn't, what this also doesn't say is it does not include Fox broadcast channel either, where Gotham, Simpsons, and all that is shown. 
and I might have just spoiled in a story coming up, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's still an interesting story. Um, and that's because a company cannot own more than one broadcast company, if that makes sense. Um, so while talks have been taking place over the last several weeks, there's no guarantee there will be a deal. Um, the deal was specifically include 20th Century Fox, uh, which is 21st Century Fox's movie studio. Uh, this deal would then reunite X-Men and Fantastic Four back to the MCU and under Marvel control, because that would just be an internal purchase thing which like yeah you we give you this you now get these projects or maybe we we take x-men and fantastic four from you guys and we give 20th century fox the distribution outlet for star wars again who knows Mm. um and this could also bring it it will also bring home the rights of the theatrical cut of star wars um back to disney who owns lucasfilm uh, Fox senior management is reportedly leaning towards a tighter focus on news and sports for multimedia to be more effective, to be more effectively compete in those spaces. Um, since Disney is prohibited from owning two broadcast companies, the deal would not include Fox, but would include FX, National Geographic. Um, Disney has already acquired the massive media library that includes Marvel and the Star Wars universe. Purchasing 20th Century Fox brings, like I said earlier, uh, X-Men uh, under that umbrella, as well as the Alien film franchise oh yeah uh the x-men movies franchise is currently booming with spinoffs deadpool and logan generating high box office uh the franchise will expand further with new mutants deadpool x-men dark phoenix and even further with gambit (laughs) so with channing tatum oh god if disney gets it hopefully not (laughs) (laughs) so how do you guys feel about all this? Big news. Uh it's crazy. Uh it had it would it would have some cool potential. Yeah. Uh I'd love to see X Men and Fantastic Four underneath the uh Marvel umbrella again. Yeah, that would be cool. Personally I could care less about Fantastic Four. Uh <laughs> I personally want Excuse you. What, was that a little creepy? <laughs> By going. Now, what was that? <laughs> I can always do it this way. <laughs> Probably not as bad. <laughs> All right, hey. <laughs> you sound like a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's Disney's been going crazy lately. With they've been in the news a lot lately. For yep. all kinds of different things, mm-hmm. we we talked a little about them back on on the last Wiki Radio about how the demands they're making for theaters to yeah. Uh, yeah. to show Star Wars and stuff. And then there's this. Then there was oh, also with, the, um, with like the gag orders and everything that they've got for them. No, it's no. gonna be it's gonna be in the largest room for four weeks, and oh. uh, they want yeah they, they want, want like sixty percent, sixty or sixty five percent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just read a thing today. There was some, there. There's like some feud going on between Disney and like a bunch of film critics associations now. And I don't know. It's, it's all crazy. And now, but if if Disney were to buy Fox, that would be like 
It would be insane. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, like I said when I heard uh, when I texted you guys when I heard it that they're going to own the world pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's be pretty close. I think that's what they're working towards. Yeah, yep. maybe, <laughs> maybe the mouse will and all. Well, no, because they'll they'll be a uh, gap fest in there somewhere. They'll keep it from becoming a monopoly. Mm. But it, it makes you wonder how much of that is because of they want to get the rights back to X-Men and Fantastic Four and the the original versions of Star Wars and stuff. How well, much? You would think there would be cheaper ways to do it than, than that. I don't know. It, it hasn't yeah. been working so far. Sure, I guess with the money that they're spending in lawsuits and everything else, probably. Yeah. So when well, in doubt, just buy the company. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I think, though, if Fox had been putting it out there, for for people to you know for people to make offers on of course disney's gonna give it the shot especially if it means uniting well, and getting back some some prize prize possessions right of course they'd be fools not to right and i wonder if that means that fox is uh i mean um yeah fox is having issues that they're uh putting themselves up for sale there was i forget what it was but there was something i had read in one of the articles that there there was some there's a reason why fox is putting them they putting all this up for sale so i think they are having some issues okay but again i don't remember the specifics so i can't speak on that but well why don't we move on to the next story because we got quite a few stories here on on this whole thing mm-hmm. Derek, i think that's you yeah yeah i'm just waiting for it to come up because it froze Loading, loading, loading. <laughs> Let's clear the cache. Yeah. <laughs> How about now? Okay, that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, 20 gallon uh, tank on that one. All right. No low flow around here. all right so ah what is going on everything nothing something i'm having some issues with my chrome here see that's your problem you should be using the next floor there's your problem (laughs) i don't know i use chrome i don't have issues anymore and i lost the page oh no all right hold on take two okay while we're talking about that i will say i have found this really cool facebook page that does stickers and t-shirts of like all the old vintage uh star wars or gi joe type stuff it's called left mm. coast graphics oh yeah yeah that's cool and it's like all everything looks like the old kenner these astromech stickers they all look like the old kenner like a modified version oh, of the old kenner uh kenner stuff oh that's cool all right hold on i'm almost there almost there almost stay on target <laughs> my whole um thing just crashed i have i have that sound drop somewhere <laughs> i just don't remember which one it is let's uh, try it. let's try this one there's too many of them no <laughs> all right i'm ready <laughs> too many tabs open <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i think my computer's trying to do an update that's the problem anyway so one thing that could be some concern is uh could the Fox Disney deal finally cancel The Simpsons? Uh, as someone mentioned earlier. <laughs> I have no clue who you're talking about. <laughs> so, Remember the has no Simpsons? 
Although, so the longest running primetime scripted TV show of all time, uh, it's, what is it, like, uh, is it in it 30-something years or something like that? Too long. Mm, actually, I haven't watched it in a very long time. Uh, I kind of fell off it. <laughs> but uh, Fox's industry-changing classic has survived the endless changeover of writers, loss of actors, the internet, Y2K, <laughs> the episode Homer versus Dignity. Uh, a complete, a complete. Apparently, that's one of the episodes they missed. A complete lack of cultural relevance, and even the episode Lisa goes Gaga. So there's some irony that it may actually happen at the corporate hands of Mickey Mouse. Uh, as, as we just discussed, Disney is looking to buy up big chunks of Fox, specifically its movie division and TV channels. Uh, this has expectedly got everyone speculating over what it means for the X-Men and the MCU and the Fantastic Four. Uh, but there's plenty of other cultural monoliths that stand to be irreversibly changed by the potential deal, such as... Avatar, Alien, Predator, Ice Age, and more. But the film, the focus on the film studios misses the real meat of the deal uh, that comes on the small screen. Disney rules a multiplex already, having distributed six of the ten biggest movies of the decade. That's pretty impressive. Uh, but they're still looking to grow in the now essential TV realm. That's what the Fox deal is really about, seeing it claim peak TV king FX and all its associated channels, as well as Fox's wider back catalog. And with that comes the big question of why it needs The Simpsons. <laughs> and it says, why is The Simpsons still on TV anyway? <laughs> good well, question. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, I, I, it's not that I don't like The Simpsons anymore. I just, it just, you know, after a while, you're just like, okay, that's enough. I outgrew them, yeah. personally. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I I think I outgrew them when Futurama came around. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's probably uh, South Park for me. <laughs> yeah, that too. Although, I've kind of fallen off of South Park, too. That's been yeah. on so long. Again, I still like South Park. It's just... Uh, Simpsons, still one of the best TV shows of all time. Uh, seasons 3 through 8 are unquestionably great. Uh, they are funny, incisive... Emotional, creative, and revolutionary. It deserves its place in pop culture, thanks to the consistency of the golden age. But those episodes aired in the mid to late 90s, and the two decades since the show has spiraled downwards. Mm. We are now further from the Simpsons movie than the 2007 film was from Good Simpsons episodes. Uh, <laughs> and while some fans like to claim there's a resurgence... Recently, the that's insignificant against what the show once was. Okay. Uh, that it's still on TV is something perplexing. I think. So are they ripping? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're basically. On, uh, um, I think it's kind of just on TV now, just out of tradition. Uh, it gets uh, how if the Simpsons were to end, how bad would the outcry truly be? Probably not that bad. I don't think there's as many diehard fans as there used to be because its current deal takes the show through to season 30, which will wrap up in 2020. And that is ridiculous. Yeah, I think so. I think there's just so much other stuff to watch now compared to when it first came out. Yeah, um, basically, it's just it. 
the show I basically it's just kind of run a, it ran its course years ago and yeah. now they're just it's just like it's just on just because it's on because they want to say oh we got we got 30 seasons no other TV shows ever done that right uh so why Disney could cancel the Simpsons if they were to buy Fox uh 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 uh, uh. Come on. May, maybe maybe, maybe. they'll put them out of their misery. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, here it says, this is from Screen Rant, by the way. Uh, the le- while the legacy of The Simpsons keeps it going at Fox, the strength of its brand today could end it at Disney. The show of the Mouse House would get immediate immediate flack for cancellation. Again, as I said before, probably not that much. Uh, but without all the animation domination matters that make it so valuable to the creator, there just wouldn't be the same drive to keep it running. Uh, how odd is it that back in 1998, The Simpsons kind of predicted this particular talk? Because there's a, <laughs> it was a episode, season 10 episode called When You Dish Upon a Star. Mm-hmm. It aired November, as a matter of fact, it aired the night, November 8th, 1998. Wow. Um, they, they have a, a picture of what looks like Fox Studios and it says 20th Century Fox, a division of Walt Disney Company. Yeah. <laughs> They've been, uh, one thing the Simpsons has done has been kind of, uh, creepily accurate in some of their predictions. <laughs> Because right. they have time travelers on their writers writing staff. <laughs> so they pay them so much. Yeah. So so if they were to buy Fox, would they cancel the Simpsons? It seems like a likely possibility. Uh, um I would say no because again Well yeah, if Disney's they're not, not gonna own the network. Yeah. If they're not gonna own the network then they wouldn't. Yeah, they're not taking that uh the T V stuff or no. the sports. What, would, See, it, I, would it mean FX or FXX will no longer show The Simpsons? Probably. Probably, yeah. But yeah, that probably wouldn't affect their current contractual up to season 30 run. Must still be getting ratings because they can't see Fox keeping them around if they weren't. Yeah. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's still watching. <laughs> right. Maybe that's part of the part of the deal. You keep Simpsons and some of the other shows in rerun on FXX, and we give you X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, that could work. So it should be. A, I think it's about time for them to be put out of their misery, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wonder. I mean, what what do they still have left to tell for stories? Right. Well, they could still do Sideshow Bob stories with Bart. Those never get old. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So, um, well, why don't we move on? Yeah, more uh, speculation from the joining of these two giants. Not speculation. No. (laughs) We could be uh, getting the untouched up. Um, versions of Star Wars, finally. That would be cool. That, yeah. I haven't seen that since, uh, what, a year after uh, Special Edition was released on Blu- on DVD? Yeah. yeah, it was DVD back in 2006 was when it was uh, released. Um, each subsequent release has piled on more and more changes, culminating in the Star Wars Blu-ray release, which now has Return of the Jedi climaxing with Darth Vader howling, no, as he flings <laughs> the Emperor into the, into the shaft. Spoiler alert from 1983, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and 
for every round of changes, the fan outcry for an unedited original release has grown. And now that Disney has its hands wrapped firmly around the Star Wars steering wheel, the company seems to be in perfect position to give the fans what they want. That's assuming Disney wants to invest the time and effort in such, such a release. Do the original episodes exist in restorable state, or is Ralph repeated story that they were destroyed during editing of the nineteen ninety seven special edition re release is actually true? And even if a restoration is actually possible, would Disney be able to do the work and release the movies under the terms of the existing Star Wars license? Yeah. So it looks like there's quite a bit of um, that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it would be interesting if if it happened. Uh, question is, at this point in time, how much does the first Mrs. George Lucas get in royalties, or was that part of... That's a good question. Because that was part of the reason why he balked at re-releasing them to begin with, now, yeah. especially before the, 20, the 2006 set came out. Um, Lucasfilm issued a statement in 2006 that seemed to put the wrestling rumors that the original versions of the films exist. As you know, an enormous amount of effort is put into digitally restoring the negatives for the special editions. In one scene alone, nearly one million pieces of dirt had to be removed, and the special editions were created through a frame-by-frame digital restoration. Yep. The negatives of the movies are permanently altered for the creation of the special editions, and the existing prints for the first versions are in poor condition. Yep. But uh, Ayers alum Ben Kuchera invested considerable time and effort into debunking these claims back in 2010 and enlisted the aid of authors and noted uh, Lucasfilm isn't exactly lying when it says that the original negatives were permanently altered, but it's not telling the whole truth either. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So... Looks like there's still some more stuff to go through here. It's never just that simple. Nope. Well, if this helps put everyone's mind at ease, apparently the Disney Fox deal is, or was real, but now is dead. And just like the goldfish. (laughs) As Bones would say, it's worse than that. It's dead, Jim. So, um, shortly after the initial report, did it finally go down? Do I need a flush again? No, I think think it came back up. (laughs) Courtesy flush. (laughs) Um, Shortly after the initial report surfaced, uh, the Disney has entered talks. Uh, A second report has arrived saying the deal went into doubt. According to Bloomberg, while the original report in so far as the talks did take place, the discussion stalled several weeks ago. Bloomberg cited its own unnamed source who confirms CNBC's details, but added the two sides aren't talking anymore. Mm. As a result, the deal, the deal is effectively dead, though it should be noted that in Hollywood, deals have a tendency to be resurrected after being officially announced as dead. The current deal between Sony and Marvel to share Spider-Man went through the very news cycle. The fact that Disney and Fox were in talks in the first place would indicate that there remains a chance, however slight, that the studios may yet come together. And no, it's not a Beatles song. <laughs> right, Dale. Showing a rage here. For yeah, the geeks. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> a, a deal was similar... Uh, a deal after a deal was made between Sony and Marvel to share Spider-Man fans hoped Marvel and Fox could work it out 
and allowed the X-Men and Fantastic Four to join the Avengers on the big screen. Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige has reportedly reaffirmed that while fans should never say never, the chances of it happening seemed and continued to be slim to none. Despite the fact Stan Lee has been coming out saying that Marvel's close to getting Fantastic Four back. The deal would not have included Fox broadcast, as we have been reiterating. So Simpsons are safe. Gotham, unfortunately, is safe. Empire is safe. Uh, Say what now? Firefox is not, or Firefly is not coming back. <laughs> still dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's still dead. Um, uh, Marvel Studios recently celebrated five billion at the box office after Thor Ragnarok earned an astounding 121 million from its opening weekend. Up next for Marvel is Black Panther. So the deal is dead. So now it's like, why did get used to disappointment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this shows uh, rejection. How I missed you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> But this whole thing, it will test your head and your mind and your brain and your heart a little, too. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's like it's like almost like a tease. Like you hear about the talk and like all these possibilities flow into your head and then nothing. Hasn't that happened recently with something else? Mm hmm. Sir, well, I don't know about hopes, uh, <laughs> but but uh, there were yeah, ideas. so uh, yeah, there were ideas. Yeah, um, there were dreams. So, <laughs> so do we all? Moving on to another movie company, uh, do we all remember a little thing called the Universal Dark Universe, which was uh, Universal Studios planning on doing a shared universe for their monsters um and as you may recall this summer uh a, mo- a little movie called the mummy came out starring some actor named tom cruise i think tom movie anyway, killer cruise tom yeah no kidding tom, uh did tom did, shoes what <laughs> have either of you seen the mummy uh no, no. Yeah, yeah, well, I I haven't seen it. I have seen it. I went to the theater to see it, and all I can say is, don't bother, because it was not good. I'm so glad that you take the hits on these movies for us there, so we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I haven't didn't have to see the Fantastic Four, didn't have to see this one. <laughs> yeah, the only the only thing that happens is my brain gets a little, I think some brain cells die every time I watch these things. <laughs> I just get new, uh, new material for uh, Keepers of the Fringe. <laughs> yeah. Shameless, shameless pledge. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Universal's fledgling Dark Universe franchise appears to be most sincerely dead. Uh, Bill Condon's Bride of Frankenstein has flatlined. Uh, Johnny Depp's The Invisible Man has vanished into thin air. (laughs) Wow, these guys are puns. Sorry, I didn't see see that one coming. (sighs) Oh... Uh, and the threat of a wildly misguided creature from the Black Lagoon remake has mercifully sunk back into the swamp. We need like a rim shot for every one of those puns. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, hey. <laughs> 
Uh, so Hollywood Reporter says Alex Kurtman and Chris Morgan, who would be the would-be architects of the Dark Universe, have both moved on to bigger and hopefully less disastrous things. <laughs> uh, Kurt, Kurtzman is executive produ- executive producing CBS All Access to Star Trek Discovery, while Morgan is writing The Rock's Fast and Furious spinoff. They, you really a need a Fast spin-off. and Furious spinoff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, over at Universal... There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Uh, no kidding. Uh, also, and this, like it says, also, this is happening. Emblematic of Dark Universe's problems is the Tony office building on the Universal lot that was revamped at considerable expense for the new venture. After being decked out in monster regalia, it now sits mostly empty. What? what? Uh, So Universal is currently considering other options, none of which sound like they'll involve turning the classic Universal monsters into an Avengers-style team of badasses. One option involves making one-off Uni-monsters, monsters films, that have no connection to one another. So, you know, just... I don't think I don't think that was necessarily the problem, but anyway, another <laughs> involves bringing in Uber producer Jason Blum uh, of Blumhouse. Still, another option involves finding someone else who would overhaul the entire Dark Universe concept, but we're not holding our breath. So, uh, yeah, like I mean, the mummy that that tanked and that brought down everything. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was kind of not, like, the greatest idea to begin with. I mean, I don't know. Well, see, I kind of liked the idea, but I kind of didn't. Cause it wasn't, it a, wasn't it a sequel of the, the other Mummy movies or not? No. No. Uh, not at all. Oh, uh, okay. But supposedly it's the same. Mummy was, was supposedly the second film in this franchise. Oh. I thought they said there was something else that had come out, but... That sounds familiar, but I can't... I'm not sure what else did... Yeah, I can't think of it, of what else might have. But so it looks like the dark universe might have uh, died a painful, painful death. (laughs) Basically. Uh, So thanks, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't have high hopes for it anyway, especially after seeing the mummy. It was it was a mess. A mess. So, yeah, I guess uh, I guess this evening uh, we have to uh, get used to disappointment. Yes. <laughs> uh, rejection. How oh, I missed you. <laughs> but there is some hope. We are going to end in a, on a high note. No way. At, at least for uh, DC fans. So is this live? <laughs> I don't First remember. big news is <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis is leaving Marvel for DC Comics. What? I found that and, quite shocking. And he has signed an exclusive contract with DC. I, I'm shocked. I thought Bendis was, you know, Mr. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. He, he has been for years. Uh, but he tweeted out after it was announced, this is real. I love you all. Change is good. Change is healthy. I'm bursting with ideas and inspirations. Details to come. Stay tuned. Was, wasn't he involved in helping with the cartoon, some of the cartoon stuff as well? Yep. Yep. He's done a ton. I mean, he's done Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, created Miles Morales. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Daredevil alias, um, which, be, which uh, of course, became Netflix. Uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. Powers on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think he was he wrote also, on the Avengers for eight years from 2004 to 2012. Yep. Yeah. I think he was also a, a consultant on some of the movies as well. Just so, behind um, Re Re Williams, I can say that. <laughs> a black 15 year old genius who donned the armor of Iron Man and became the superhero Ironheart. Uh, yeah. So I'm just, I'm completely taken aback by this. A lot of people don't like Bendis. There's finally uh, one tweeted, finally Marvel is free of his grasp. You a little too late, but I'll take it. <laughs> While others compared his departure to DC, to DC to that of Jack Kirby, who co-created the X-Men, Thor, and other heroes in the 60s and left for DC in the 70s when his relationship with Marvel soured. Wow. So yeah, I like um, I like Bendis. I like his writing. I do too. I think he's fun. Yeah, but so he uh, he's he's leaving Marvel. So yeah. what what do you want? Uh, what do you want to see him do on DC uh, in DC? Right, and I can't believe how all the series that they're going to have to find writers for now. This includes Spider-Man, oh, Jessica Jones, Defenders, Invincible Iron Man. That's <laughs> like crazy. All over the place. Um, and a phone interview. At least he didn't get his hands on a Star Wars title. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Bendis made it clear that there's no animosity between him and Marvel. So I guess he's not burning bridges, I guess. No, no. DC probably just offered him a really good deal. I don't know. I think Marvel's in trouble right now. They don't know it. I don't think they have any plan of what they're what they're doing. It's more or less they've just... Got a, sounds like it's, what? It's, it's more or less just uh, the movies. Yeah. They're forgetting wow. that they're a comic company. <laughs> Well, no. Remember, Marvel Studios is a totally separate entity now from uh, Marvel right. Entertainment. Yeah. So they're just going to scrap the comic part then and just go just straight to movies? I doubt they'll ever do that. They're trying to burn it down. Um, one that's not quite as big um, of a deal as Bendis is Jonathan Hickman. Uh, you know him from The Avengers, Secret Wars, Fantastic Four, FF. Um, he is going to be, uh, he's in talks with DC Comics. Um, I guess it's been a long time in the um, making, uh, but it's not going to be an exclusive deal, according to Bleeding mm. Cool, uh, like Bendis' was. Um, they don't have a project that he's chosen yet. That's another. He's got a reputation for long plan plot lines across from one comic to another, taking characters and concepts with them. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, he left. He's been away from Marvel for a while, though. He's been doing his own since um, Secret Wars. He's been doing his creator own stuff. But you know, I meant to play this earlier and I didn't. I forgot. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. (laughs) I tell you, it just doesn't matter! It just doesn't matter! It just doesn't matter! It just doesn't matter! Maybe it does. Maybe a little. Just a smidge. Mm-hmm. But I like Hickman's writing. Yeah. he's. I thought he was good on uh, The Avengers. Oh, yeah. And Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Crazy. So we'll see what happens. Seems like DC is scooping up some uh, great writers. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about what do what DC is doing right now with the Doomsday Clock and everything coming up. Yeah, that could be interesting. Like, hopefully, like what they're doing. One can hope. So, uh, do we have anything else, or is that going to wrap it up for us? Wow, it's a quick show too. Oh, one thing I just want to say: Happy 74th birthday to Christopher Walken! Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, 74. Wow. I, I'm going to say happy belated birthday to uh, that great guy over on Geek Watch 1 and Mighty Marvel Geeks, Kylan. Happy birthday, Kylan. <laughs> We're going to get you a Channing Tatum strippogram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to tell him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's not Channing Tatum. It's Magic Mike. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's okay, Kylan. Just remember. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, any any other news potentially out there that might have broken the last few minutes as we're recording? Have you guys uh, watched any of uh, Stranger Things yet? I have not oh, yet. Still behind on that. I'm, no, I'm behind we're, on everything. <laughs> we're, we're we're bad geeks. I know. I, I watch. watched the first two episodes. It's good. Yeah, but you know, it's this thing called life. So it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. Are we going to go crazy? Just, yeah. just maybe. <laughs> See if I can find the find it. We'll do it this way. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word life. It means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here. But I'm here to tell you there's something else. <laughs> uh, afterworld. Leave that separate life. Beezlebub. <laughs> um, <laughs> A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. Uh, that would be Alaska, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or, I, or Iceland. <laughs> so when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Doctor, everything will be all right. Instead of asking him how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Because in this life, things are much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. And if the elevator, that's what it actually says, the elevator tries to bring you down, then find my, if the, if the elevator tries to bring you down, go crazy, punch a higher floor. (laughs) (laughs) So have either of you seen Thor Ragnarok yet? No, no, I have not. I enjoyed it. I've heard everybody that's seen it has said it's great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Hearing best best comic movie or a comic book movie mm, i don't know i don't know if i'm prepared to say that yet but okay it's definitely up there though all right that could be interesting mm. <laughs> uh i'm just going through oh, and, uh, go ahead put in a vote for uh the warriors three for our any of our group Ooh. Warriors 3. I like that. That come from Twitter? No, that's just me. Warriors 3? Actually, I put it in the show notes. Then it's it's a done deal. Warriors 3. If it's in nice. the show notes and it, and it has, <laughs> and we all have a affinity for it, then it becomes, becomes gold. Warriors 3 it is. All right. But what happens when Jules comes back? <laughs> Yusuf. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A, a girl in, in the Warriors three, yeah, three three guys, a girl in a podcast. <laughs> I'm I kind of miss a baby. I kind of miss that show. Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Oh, I thought you were talking about three men and a baby. No, <laughs> I did, did like those movies when I was younger. Two girls, a guy in a pizza, or two guys, a girl in a pizza place, and then it got shortened to two girls and a guy, or two guys and a girl. 
Wasn't that uh, Nathan Fillion's like first acting job? Uh, no. Um, Ryan Reynolds, it though, right? I don't think so. It was Ryan Reynolds, I believe. Yeah, it was. Yeah. As we look it up, Ryan Reynolds in his pre-Deadpool days. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds pre uh, pre what's my call it? TV. Nathan Fillion was in it. Oh, interesting. Show came out was out from ninety eight to two thousand one. Uh, the main cast: uh, Ryan Reynolds, Richard Raculo, uh, Trailer Howard. Didn't she later go <clears throat> on to uh, to Monk? Um, I'm not sure. And then Nathan Fillion yes, was her was her boyfriend, Johnny Donnelly. Yeah, is on for sixty episodes. Ends up marrying Trailer Howard, aka Sharon Carter Donnelly. Uh, Suzanne Cryer, she related to John Cryer, Jillian Bach, Jennifer Westfelt, Julius Carey, and David Augensteyers, only appearing in the first episode because he hangs, hangs about the pizza place. Uh, re- Speak. Go ahead. Recurring cast, uh, Giuseppe Andrews, Mari Ginsburg, <laughs> Tiffany Thiessen for one year, uh, Dion mm-hmm. Bacher, and of course a lot of guest casts. Mm. Speaking of uh, Nathan Fillion on TV, have you guys heard about his new show? Have not. It's going to be called The Rookie, as he's a rookie policeman at huh. his age, trying to fit in. Hmm. I guess oh, it's supposed surprised. to be a dramedy. Huh. Interesting. Uh, might, might check it out. I liked uh, Castle. So, trailer Elizabeth Howard was born in Orlando, Florida, and attended Lake Highland Preparatory School in Orlando. Hmm. So, cool. Never got a chance to... Chances are she didn't live out here anymore. But she was in Monk. She was in Boston Commons or Boston Common for 32 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, did 87 episodes of Monk. So, then Suzanne Cryer. Is she? Re- they do not say anything about her being related to, to Jonathan, to John Cryer. I don't think she is. I thought you said Cryer. I thought I was going to say, or uh, Carter. I thought you were going to say uh, related to Agent Carter. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So, um, I don't have anything else. Nope. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm out. Then on that note, uh, we've talked about where you can find us on the internet. Uh, we've talked about our affiliates. We've talked about deal or no deal, but it just doesn't matter with, with Disney. We've talked about how it just doesn't matter about Universal and the Dark Universe. Mm. You know what, guys? This show, I'm just going to come out and say it. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 It So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.